0: So I kind of had a revelation this week. A revelation. Yeah, well, like was it a revelation it or was, an epiphany? Mm, I don't know, you tell me. So uh told you I've been reading a bunch lately. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my new thing I discovered you can do. Yeah. Um but I was like it was starting to hit me pretty good like cuz I was blowing through like a whole one a week. Like
1: a whole one a week. A uh, book, right? Yeah. Um I realize that that's impressive for you. But also not that impressive in general. No, for no, I'm not saying to read.
0: No, 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 no. L- l- let me finish my point. I'm yes. not saying that's impressive. I'm saying that it got it's getting expensive that I'm constantly buy like you know when when a hard cover is 15 or 20 bucks especially mm-hmm. if there's other things that, and So I was like I'm enjoying myself but At the same time, you know, there's reason why I don't own even more DVDs and Blu-rays than I do. It's because you have to have a limit at some point. You can't just keep trying to consume things. Sure. And and I was really kind of struggling with it because I've been enjoying it and everything. And then my wife said, oh, I'm taking the boys to the library today. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) The library is a thing. It's totally a thing. So (laughs) now... I got a whole bunch of books, and the library's a thing. Wow. And, and, and the, my problem is solved. It turns out they have a lot more. Yeah. And the price is good.
1: Yeah. It's right It's right there where you want to be. Yes.
0: So <laughs> I found out about the library. <laughs> uh, and I'm really, I mean, I'm exaggerating a slight degree, but it was seriously like, i it's just, it wasn't within my wheelhouse of like what I had, considered like i was so used to like i want a dvd i go buy a dvd
1: yeah yeah that's hilarious uh the,
0: yeah library get yeah, the library library's a totally thing. a thing <laughs> problem solved <laughs> uh um how how uh last time we talked it's been a little while since we talked about it um how's our mad lib script going uh
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's every other week <laughs> you're gonna get me something back after a week you sent it to um, me
1: when i was in california mm-hmm. okay yeah so, so i you, was like well no more when i'm not gonna do it when i get in, when i'm in california i'm gonna okay. be in california
0: and that's cool because we were we had bank sums so once you're back then it'll bounce back and forth every week
1: yeah how's that worked out I might work on it tomorrow. (laughs) It's
0: been five weeks, four weeks. Eh, You're killing me right now. It's been like three weeks. Literally, all I want you to do is give me one line. Like, I've set you up so that you give me one big line, and you can keep going as long as you want. Mm -hmm. But if nothing else, just give me one line, (laughs) and then I can keep keep moving forward.
1: I've thought about it, because...
0: That doesn't count for anything. We have this agreement on audio... Sure. Of what's going to happen.
1: But you I know me. I can go to
0: the tape. And, the, and I think that was the it'll same-
1: It'll get done. It'll be quality, but it'll be done at the last minute.
0: It's late. It's four weeks late. It's five weeks late now. What last
1: minute. Eh.
0: eh okay, thanks.
1: You, you wrote me into a a weird spot.
0: That's the whole point of the game. And you keep, like, you're asking me, like, did you mean to do this? And, like- it doesn't matter. This is a bullshit thing. That's just have fun and do it. Stop. Like I think you're already trying to plan out everything because you're like I've I'm got trying a new to plan out everything. Character I've developed. Blah blah blah. Like just write him in. I don't care who, who it is.
1: I just he, thought I had a character that I thought was funny. Awesome. And I was put like, him in oh, there. Well, I have an outlet to put him in now. Yes, do it. Um, he'll will show up at some point, maybe. Right. Or we'll I'll write his own movie. Okay. Because he's he's a he's great, that good. He's great.
0: You should set the seeds in this Mad Libs mm-hmm. thing yeah. and then for
1: the He'll yeah. give the spent he will be the hobo with a shotgun of this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um Maximum overdrive. Maximum
0: overdrive
1: synopsis. Uh, there's a comet and somehow that gives machines sentience and they don't like people. So, Emilio Estevez has to save humanity
0: from or, the Green Goblin. Or at least, like, a dozen people <laughs> <laughs> at a truck stop. We don't know about the rest of humanity. Yeah.
1: Um, Overall thoughts? Uh, it was actually, I felt, really enjoyable because knowing that this was Stephen King's only foray into directing and i think maybe even writing a film no no No. he's written other films Uh okay because there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot of bad dialogue and character development (laughs) There's a lot of bad everything (laughs) in this movie but it was it was it was never too bad to be bad it was always bad enough to be still be fun yeah i would agree Completely with that synopsis.
0: Yeah. The first thing we did before we watched this is we watched the trailer. Yeah. So, Stephen King, who has had his works turned into The Shining, uh,
1: Carrie. The Shining and Carrie, his two least favorite adaptations um, and the two best films you know, of I his mean, works. You that you know, Other people, you've
0: had John Carpenter, you've had Kubrick, you've had De Palma. Um, mm-hmm. All- Turn his work into films. And he has the gall to say, if you want something done right, you do, do it, it yourself. yourself. And I'm going to scare the shit out of you.
1: I'm going to scare the hell out the of you. The hell out of you.
0: And this is like, if there is a version of like sexy, scruffy Stephen King, it's him in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Like he's got like the beard and he's thinner and younger looking than he usually is. Yeah. And it's like, it's his hair's dyed real dark.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's before... He got all slovenly and, I got hit by a van.
0: Well, no, but he's he, even in the movie that he's making the trailer for, he looks more like you think Stephen King looks like.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he makes himself very schlubby. This
0: is 80s, cocaine-fueled. <laughs> cocaine,
1: yeah, this whole movie was just fueled by cocaine.
0: So are you saying that because you know something or because you're speculating?
1: I I feel like you have said that on this podcast. I have said that,
0: so that's where I was going. It is true. So uh, it was almost more fun if you just saw, like you smelled it breathing through grainily through the through the screen. But that's exactly what it was. Like I envisioned, like the uh, the the food trays here just like filled with coke. Like <laughs>
1: there would it's be just, It's like the craft service. Yeah, table. the craft service it's just like, has yeah, we've mounds got, of coke. Uh, some watercress sandwiches. Uh, we've got some protein shakes. You know, kind of get you going in the morning. Here's a big mountain of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got a nice cheese plate over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: like, we've got straws and dollar bills for you to use. Yeah, whatever you prefer.
1: However, you we want to have, go about doing uh, it. A mirror, a hooker's ass, whatever <laughs> you need. <laughs> if you want to toilet, yeah, we
0: got a dirty toilet, Emilio. You just want to swing into the. Okay, that's cool. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, just, and King himself says, like, I was coked out of my mind. I think that's that's the quote he uses, like, coked out of my mind the whole time making this movie. I think it shows. It absolutely shows. <laughs> so, the, the opening scene we get is Justin's taking apart the, the stand and the equipment right now. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> secured in properly. I just look over and it looks like he's just lifting up the arm. I did that at one point years ago, like I got into the car with a friend and to the friend, they
1: had had microphone arms and to to the
0: friend, it looked like I just sat down and then I reached up and I grabbed the rear view mirror and just ripped it down and then just, (laughs) just sat it in the back seat because I did it in one super fluid motion. But in reality, I sat down, went to adjust and it immediately popped off in my hand. But then it was like. The split second like that sucks but what am i going to do i'm not going to throw a fit about it so i just sat in the back seat So legitimately i don't remember who it was was sitting beside me and they were like why did you do that because <laughs> it looked to them like i was just like break that stuck it in the back seat then you turned to him and went, let's get this done let's go make maximum overdrive <laughs> so the opening scene uh is on a bridge so it's the it's the type of bridge that splits in the middle to let ships and stuff go underneath it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a drawbridge. Drawbridge. <laughs> I was going to say suspension bridge. That is a type of bridge, yep. not this type. Nope. So it's a drawbridge. Kind of a cool scene in that you see that they did do a lot of things, but those things don't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it's cut together in a way where so the bridge starts to go up, in the middle. Yeah. And then you're not spatially aware of where anything is. No. And then the camera tilts also, so you think, oh, well, we're almost vertical. And then they cut to it, and it's just, like, barely up.
0: Yeah, but people are still sliding. Like, yeah. they're sliding all the way down. And there's a point when a motorcyclist, at the very beginning, you think would slide all the way down the bottom. hmm but that would mean that it opens the uh, it would open in the middle down. It opens in the middle up.
1: Yeah, it's no. It didn't know what it was trying to do.
0: No. Yeah, there was zero
1: awareness. Here, of, here was the thought. Uh, we're gonna dress this guy in all white, and he's gonna fall on some watermelons. That's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be hilarious. We're gonna get. It's people gonna in scare an A- the hell out of you. We're gonna
0: get people in an AC/DC van to sound like <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Yeah. And then get hit by another car.
1: Yeah, this whole movie, all the music was done by ACDC. And it's not until like the last 10 minutes that you get any one song that's ever been played on the radio. Uh, So it all just feels weird and out of place. Yeah,
0: no, it really doesn't make any sense. The next scene we meet our hero, Emilio Estevez, who is a cook at a gas station truck stop. Mm -hmm. And in real life, Emilio Estevez had never cracked an egg until he was on camera. It looked like, because it was the most awkward and horrible egg breaking and putting it onto a cooktop that I've ever seen.
1: It seemed pretty fluid to me. What do you? T- t- you way were better insane. than I could do it. What? Yeah. Oh. He like he went over to the the form and he cracked it on the corner and he put it plopped it down all in one motion. No. It looked fluid to me. It was
0: not fluid. However, he is a better cook than, than the like the waitress lady that took over for yeah. him because that was a disaster. Yeah. Um All right, well, I guess
1: we find out he's on parole.
0: He's on parole. So so we found out he's on parole because he gets called into the office by his boss who owns this gas station truck stop. And in Stephen King's mind, apparently if you own a truck stop, yeah, you are like John Gotti. You're a, like
1: you're a, you're a Texas oil millionaire.
0: Yes, that's exactly what you are. Yeah. You have, you have a cigarette in your mouth at all times, which C- you yeah. don't, which you don't carry around. A cigar. He's always a cigar. Chomping on I'm a sorry. Cigar. And you have it's you have people that even carry around your cigars mm-hmm. and light the cigar for you. Yep. He calls Emilio Estevez into his office. And tells him he's going to have to start working nine hours a day, but is only going to get paid for eight. Mm -hmm. And then laughs through teeth, holding onto the cigar in a supervillain
1: laugh. Yeah, just complete maniacal laugh for this one tiny kind of dick move. He's gonna but save. But it's the most joyous thing he's ever done. Apparently. He's gonna
0: save that five fifteen an hour from Emilio Estevez, yeah. and Emilio Estevez can't do anything about it. Nope. I don't understand this character at all. How does this make any sense?
1: Yeah, he's so one dimensional and so over the top. It's just
0: anything bad that a person could do, yeah. you would you give to this guy.
1: But you know, at least we know like how awful he is. He's gonna he's gonna get murdered real good by them trucks. We know that. We, so we've got that to look forward yeah, to
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's there's no way that's not gonna happen. Right. Um pretty quickly from there, uh Emilio uh comes out to uh the woman trying to help him cook and the electric knife has turned itself on. Mm hmm walked over somehow to this woman's arm tilted itself up at a 45 degree angle to put itself onto the top of her arm and it had enough downward pressure enabled to cut her arm right it falls off of the counter onto the ground mm-hmm. crawls over to her foot yeah and starts cutting the top of her foot mm-hmm. through her shoe so let's let's that that is what happened in the movie yeah here's the problem that i have with this
1: <laughs> okay
0: I'm good with all this so far. All right. Here's the problem that I have. Emilio Estevez comes out and he's like, and all he does is sees she's cut and that the electric knife is on. That could only mean you need to smash it with a hammer. Like if I walked into the kitchen and you had just cut your hand, would I start yelling at the knife?
1: She was yelling that it turned on by itself and the other truckers were making fun of her. Okay.
0: Wouldn't you turn it off?
1: Uh, he gets things done. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of the scene. The <laughs> no U.S. of can get shit done. I do need not want to.
0: No, I do not want to work. I do not want to be around that guy. If you were working in a restaurant around equipment like that, that's not what you want to have happen.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Apparently you don't want to be in a game room either. This <laughs> there,
0: so he's in a uh, there's a guy in a game room, and everything starts freaking out and electrocutes him.
1: Uh yeah. The so like one of the the arcade cabinets just starts playing like just the psychic symbols, you know, like uh, plus sign, square, circle, triangle, double wavy lines. It's like the most overt thing ever, and then it just electrocutes him.
0: Uh and he. They come and find him, and they find you see a tiny bit of electricity coursing through him, mm-hmm. and then he has one electrical hiccup that he just hiccups, <laughs> yeah, because that's what happens when you die from a a sentient arcade equipment, yeah, you are drunk on electricity, you. yeah, he's gets electrical <clears throat> drunk,
1: yeah.
0: So simultaneously as this is happening, we have the rest of the of I don't even say the world, the rest of this little community, right. The things start to go down.
1: Yeah, the Little League game.
0: Uh, at a Little League game, uh, a man get tries to buy a can of he's gonna soda. He's going to buy soda
1: for the team because they won.
0: Because he's a cool coach. And the soda machine starts throwing them at him and kills him.
1: Yeah, he gets hit in the balls twice, and then he gets hit in the head and leaves like a big gouge in his head.
0: Dead from the soda can.
1: Yeah, but luckily... Zeke is smart enough to put on his catcher's mask.
0: So you and I both had the moment of realization that this Zeke kid looks like Glenn or Glenda from Seed of Chucky. (laughs) It's like a weirdly like pretty boy, but But, fake and waxy looking.
1: He was wearing some sort of weird makeup or lighting or something that he looked wooden or stiff.
0: It was uncomfortable. Yeah. Super smooth. That's the, it was uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, so, is like he, Taylor so, so he's running. Uh, and we see this is my favorite part of the movie. We see a little boy get crushed by a steamroller.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he falls off his bike. So I I had that moment of, okay, the machine like the vending machine. Mm-hmm. That's just moving parts. There's no like computer or anything in there. It's it's all mechanical stuff. So, okay, bikes, too. Mm-hmm. The bike flipped out. No, bikes are fine. The kid was just stupid and fell off of his bike.
0: But sprinklers are apparently mm-hmm. mechanical enough that they come to life. Yeah, definitely. Uh, clocks are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other items that are not, however. The radio.
1: Yeah, radios are fine.
0: Um but yet later, the drive through speaker turns evil. Yeah. There's zero logic to what does and what doesn't. And they
1: can turn on and off electricity.
0: Throughout the film, there's cars that do turn mm-hmm. and other cars that don't.
1: Right. Like Was, the with, uh, cute perverted couple. Yes. They drive away just fine. It mm-hmm. never took over their car.
0: Nope. Never once. In fact, they actually like destroyed her car because it was not the, uh,
1: it was a Decepticon.
0: That's what I was. What's the other one? Autobots. Yeah. I was going to make a transformer joke right there, (laughs) but you did it for me. Thank you. Um, as the good,
1: I was going to say, just let me read you some of the notes I have here. Uh, weird. that King didn't get to direct again after this. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? Is Stephen King racist? Ooh, where did that come from? Where
0: did that come from?
1: Because the black guys seals things. Mm I don't know. Mm, It was early on. I don't think that's fair. Um, it was it was a really early question.
0: Here here is the answer
1: was. Not, not, that we, not that we can say. this was a Scantron, I would have selected the box that said not enough information. <laughs> there. Uh,
0: so here's a terrible story for this movie. True story. All right. So there is a scene where there is an electric lawnmower or there's a lawnmower, there's a lawnmower. that starts chasing the boy. Mm-hmm.
1: Covered in blood.
0: So the way that they did this and throughout the film, it's pretty impressive the amount of things that they do without being able to see any operators. Throughout the movie, you see... Trucks and all kinds of machinery operating without anybody there. Mm-hmm. They do a really good job with it. Yeah. Um, what they did with the lawnmower is they had a remote-controlled lawnmower. Sure. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So they had a remote-controlled lawnmower, and there's some shots where you want to see it coming up towards the camera. You want to see it driving by, etc. So the way you do that is you have it drive by the camera relatively close.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Cinematographer is down there watching that happen. Here's the problem. Stephen King, in his completely completely sober mind, insisted that this lawnmower had to have a blade on it. Because if it didn't, it wouldn't be real. It has to have one. But
1: you can't see it.
0: You can't see it. It doesn't matter. He insisted, so they put a blade on there. Here's what happened. The lawnmower hit a stump or a stick or something and literally, literally took out one of the cinematographer's eyes. That's what he does for a living is use his eyes. So King and the production company had, and rightfully so, had to pay him a shitload of money because he legitimately lost an eye making this movie because Stephen King insisted that they left Blade in the lawnmower.
1: That sucks.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's incredible, I right? I hope that guy got like enough money to live on for the rest of his life, not uh, just like, oh, you know, we'll give him a million bucks. Yeah, no, like, no. I, I
0: think he got a few million from King and a few million from the production company.
1: Man, that sucks. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? That's awful.
0: <laughs> and it's all just due to Stephen King being cooked out of his mind. Uh, I'm an artist. damn it. <laughs> if this doesn't have a real blade, this child won't know what it's like to be chased by a lawnmower.
1: That Carl is operating <laughs> just <laughs> off camera. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, so uh, some of our other cast of characters here... Is we have, uh, what's her name, Yardley Smith? Yes. So Yardley Smith, the Connie voice of- Connie in this movie. The voice of Lisa Simpson. hmm Super close eyes. Her eyes are super close together. Yeah. Like crazy, right on the bridge of her nose on each side put together. Sure. Like, you would have a hard time doing like the Three Stooges eye poke thing because your fingers would be just, you could just use one thumb right there because she basically <laughs> is a Cyclops, right? <laughs> okay
1: i'm not gonna go that far but okay (laughs) uh what else did you find out about her via imdb justin uh she's kind of hot now and it's 31 years later 31
0: years later she's way more attractive she's got like
1: a robin penn thing going on in her imdb photo or uh robin Wright. excuse me it was robin Wright penn and then they got divorced and it's robin Wright. i don't know who that is uh you ever seen the princess bride yes the Princess from The Princess Bride? Mm, she was like 20, probably, during that movie. <laughs> now
0: she's on House of Cards. Don't know that. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. That's all I got. And Robin Politics. Wright. Politics, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's everything. <laughs> That's me contributing to the House of Cards conversation.
1: <laughs> um. So anyway, so my, she... My girlfriend once sold Robin Wright underwear. Really? Robin Wright pen at the time. So... Then she might have sold Robin Wright pen underwear, men's underwear that Sean Penn would then have worn. Weird. Yeah. Stories.
0: <laughs> that's that's a vicarious story. Like yeah. this is not even firsthand. Nope. You know, like I once know a guy <laughs> that made burrito.
1: I heard it was real good. Yeah, up. for
0: Steven Seagal, he really enjoyed it. Um, okay, so anyway, so Yardley Smith's character in this, how would you? Okay, so she's a newlywed, and we mm-hmm. first see her, uh, and they're kind of a loving, lovey couple. They're in the, they're in literally the honeymoon phase, right?
1: The note I wrote is cutely perverted. Yeah,
0: so she says she has to stop and pee, uh-huh. and he says, "Can I watch?" I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> It's another pissing thing. I do not want to think about this anymore. It's well established, my thoughts on this situation. I don't want to watch Yardley Smith pee. No, know that's controversial.
1: And, and, uh, I'd but, watch Yardley Smith pee.
0: Oh, God. Why? I wish I was Yardley Smith because then I could look. You could watch yourself pee? No, 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 no. When I, when, I, when I looked out of like the, uh, the, the, what's the eye hole in the door called?
1: People. <laughs> it's the word pee, but with an extra P
0: at the end. I don't like people. Oh, sounds gross. So I could look out of people and I wouldn't have to close one eye. I would just stick my forehead against it and then I could just see straight out. It would be great. Like, I wouldn't need binoculars. I would just get one of the... You would just need binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: That joke did not deserve that laugh. (laughs) But I appreciate it. I'm happy with it.
0: What's the single one called? What's the single thing called? Like the... A telescope? No, that looks at the sky, right? What's a single one? Like back in the day, like they were they were talking about the German and bone hot tomahawk. Mm-hmm. What's that?
1: It was a telescope.
0: Mm, no, <laughs> that's for looking at Mars. I'm going to go with nocular. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How would Yardley Smith wear an iPad? <laughs> because
1: <laughs> how would Yardley Smith? Eyes close together. Jokes? What are we gonna do? Uh,
0: I'm, I'm doing them all. <laughs> you are doing none right now. <laughs> so,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh So my point is, uh huh. Eyes are really close <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You know I see that. Yes. I think. I, I okay. I that. didn't yeah. know if I'd mention that. Yeah.
0: So uh, after we decide we're not gonna get to see her pee, <laughs> they realize that the they're close to a truck stop that's being been taken over by all of these vehicles. So mostly... Well, they, get,
1: they get chased by a couple trucks.
0: That's true. So they get chased, they realize mm-hmm. shit's going down.
1: Yeah.
0: They at least have a degree of like some th- things are going down here. However, back at the truck stop, when we start looking at our cast of characters, they really quick jump to the conclusion that something's going on. And all that they base that on is is one truck driving 50 feet. Like, I feel like, again, I would be more inclined to assume, like, this is a mechanical issue as opposed to a comet has made all of these been able to turn themselves on and drive away. Mm -hmm. That's just me.
1: By the time they get there, the trucks are literally circling the wagons.
0: I'm not saying – I'm saying I I gave Yardley Smith and her husband the pass, but I'm saying Emilio Estevez and everybody else – is immediately like something's weird because one truck drove 50 feet. That seems I, suspicious to me.
1: Well, I think Emilio Estevez is like that. The the guy whose truck it is is like, well, whoever did that is sure get a hot wiring because here are my keys.
0: Mm. But then they're all scared to go outside.
1: Yeah. I think Stephen King just likes people in the, in a place that sells food together and not go outside. Was the fog reference? Aren't they in a grocery store in that or something? That's the mist. The mist, yeah.
0: Also Stephen King. I know. Not the fog. That's fog rolling in, not mist rolling in. Get your shit straight.
1: I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, so. it's
0: okay. I've seen the <laughs> that dragon. was a joke because the mist and the fog. How do you differentiate?
1: Yep. Um, I was there?
0: The <laughs> The what? At one point, I have to give you kudos because you made a fantastic Cool Runnings reference, which I, <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to try to duplicate here, but I've always thought that I have a cousin that looks exactly like the main Cool Runnings guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Which main one? The main straight man or the main the goofy main guy? straight man? Okay, not Dougie Doug. Okay. Uh,
0: like the the handsome chiseled mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. My cousin, hundred percent white.
1: <laughs> okay. I
0: think his name's Derice in the movie.
1: Okay.
0: I it's I'm amazed that I have this much cool <laughs> running's knowledge. You've broken out a lot of cool running's <laughs> knowledge today. So Derice, uh, looks exactly like my white cousin, like identical. Okay. Except just like inverted.
1: In negative?
0: Yeah, he's he's the negative. Like if you just Photoshopped them Mm -hmm. and just flipped them. Yeah. Perfect. They look exactly like one another.
1: Good good to know. Yeah.
0: I thought that was a little (laughs) fun.
1: (laughs) My favorite part of the night, cool run ins related, was we were. Uh, I was like, Hey, you should watch uh Westworld and you were like, Hey, that, that's based off of like a book or something. I was like, Well it was a movie in like the seventies or eighties, starring Yule Brenner. And you didn't realize that Yule Brenner was a person. You only knew <laughs> the character <laughs> Yule Brenner <laughs> yep. from Cool Running. That's true. <laughs> so this great actor of Westerns and uh the king from The King and I which was my favorite musical as a kid, you had no knowledge. Nope,
0: but I could tell you Senka, uh <laughs> Yul Brenner, and what's the nerdy one? I'll find it here soon in my head. I won't cheat, but I'll come up with it. I'll make sure he doesn't cheat. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, there was a lot of cool runnings talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yardley Smith, you... Yells you alive. His
0: dad calls him Junior. In the in the movie, because his dad doesn't want him to join the team.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. You just the, describe the plot. They're the they're the run-ins?
0: hold on, they're the fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> There's a rap where they say all their names. Psyca, like, uh, the fastest of the festus of Jamaican sprintaz I don't remember. I'll find it though. He, <laughs> he gets called. I think it's just Junior. It's Junior.
1: Okay. That's Dougie Doug. <laughs>
0: junior. No, Dougie Doug is Psyca. Oh, okay. Darice is my cousin. Yule Brenner is the bald one. And Junior. And Junior is the one. He's the money guy. Okay. 'Cause he takes the money that he should be using for other stuff because his dad's rich in Jamaica to go to America. What's John Candy's character? He is the uh the old Olympian that's disgraced uh and because his he name cheated. Is... Oh, I don't know. I didn't say I knew that one. <laughs> that's John Candy. I said I knew the four okay. Jamaican Sprint has <laughs>
1: What is this podcast? <laughs> so,
0: okay, so um, th- they all end up crowded around, right? Yeah. Inside, and the trucks start making a demand.
1: Well, before that, uh, I wanted to talk about... I was trying crazy- to fan my
0: spot because I just finished Black Cousin in my
1: notes. This <laughs> <says> Black Cousin. <laughs> Uh, maniacal laugh guy shoots an RPG at a couple of the trucks Which I'm
0: like where does he come up with these but then (laughs) of course because he's evil he just has in a basement
1: filled with weapons so so Emilio Estevez and his lady go down to the weapons cache and (laughs) she says you think he stole all these twitchy replies no I think he just buys them he's the kind of person that would buy these things
0: no, and he, her res- the, she's he says that's the kind of person he is. Yeah,
1: and her response is huh, buying things. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> this movie was written by a writer,
1: a New York T- New York Times best selling author,
0: arguably like a, at least a couple generations the most popular U.S. author.
1: I'm a, so there's a point in this movie where a semi truck drives over a suitcase made to look like the holy bible and i'm assuming that is him being pissed off at the bible outselling his work i, I i'm assuming that's what the nod is because i'm pretty sure that stephen king at least coked out stephen king would do that
0: steve coked out stephen <laughs> king exactly also thought reasons. that uh toilet paper was hilarious yeah uh he thought that butts were hilarious in one shot, mm-hmm. where it's just like Emilio Estevez and another dude crouch down, and then you see their butts, yeah, there's a pooping scene, yeah, all of these I think are just him giggling,
1: and I think he loves big pens, and he definitely loves big <laughs> pens and the green goblin,
0: the green goblin um there's a scene of ch- two scenes of genuine child abuse in this movie, yeah. So, we've established Zeke as the creepy doll character. Mm-hmm. First, he, the child actor, mm-hmm. who's 12 in the movie.
1: Yeah, something like that. Goes
0: into a room in which there are naked women.
1: Just wallpapered all over, s- plastered all over a wall.
0: Showing complete nudity.
1: Complete 100%. It doesn't look like there's any. It's hard. not Playboy, it's Hustler.
0: Yeah, there's no hardcore penetration or anything but there's completely naked women mm-hmm. and there's definitely a 12 year old boy yeah in this room mm-hmm. and the they s- definitely did multiple takes the second one and we rewound it five or six times to yeah. confirm this <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just he he's motioning for a pen he's like give me a pen
0: and he reaches he reaches out to the side and what does he hit instead of a
1: pen He just totally puts his hand Right in Emilio Estevez's crotch <laughs> And starts feeling around
0: And Emilio Estevez You can see him Cause you just see like His navel down mm-hmm. And like there's a moment When he just like Puts his hands up Like what are we doing like, right he now He
1: looks at the director And is like Should I get the pen We're obviously not he gonna just, use this He tank, just touched right? my
0: dick Oh no we're gonna use the one Where the 12 year old Touched the adult man's penis Okay hold on Yeah here, here's your pen kid That's what we're going to do right now. And and it's in the movie. And it's weird. The... Go ahead.
1: Emilio Estevez has a plan. Uh, So what the kid is writing down, what he needs a pen for, is the machines are uh, trying to talk to the people in Morse code, and they want refueled. So... Let's establish this: Th- the machines can speak and understand English, and hear, and hear because Emilio Estevez talks to them.
0: And do they see from their mirrors? They have to see out of their mirrors somehow. Some
1: or or their headlights are eyes or something. But they but they, can but see, they definitely they hear.
0: In both movies, at one point, the the mirrors move so that they can see them more like you the camera you see them move so you can see that. So they're obviously moving it for a reason. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Uh so militia SOS has this plan of uh there's there's a car there that brought a machine gun along. It's basically just a a machine gun mounted on top of a golf cart? Yes. I don't know what type of what type of vehicle that is. <laughs> uh, So he's talking to another character walking around this thing, and uh, the machine gun is, like, following him. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And then he starts talking, okay, ha ha ha, we're just talking, we have to go pee. Okay, when I say run, you're gonna run. Like, in front of, he's basically telling him his plan right in front of the machine gun that we know can understand English and can hear him (laughs) say everything. Yep. So then he gives it a spin and throws a grenade down and saves the day.
0: Uh but it but he doesn't save the day. Like he just stops that one because they still have all of the other vehicles. Yeah. Um this takes place however after that they it's already communicated that they need them to pump gas. Mm-hmm. So they decide they're kind of held hostage, they're going to go pump gas. So in the course of one day Emilio Estevez goes out in the daylight. Multiple other people go out at the same time. Mm -hmm. At some point, while it's still daylight, Emilio Estevez has to be helped by leaning on someone's shoulder. He's haggard, man. He's haggard. To be walked in because he's he's disoriented, he's sweating, his hands are blistered and pussy and bloody. Broom. from, From pumping gas for so long. And then the same day he comes out and has rested enough that he's ready to keep going. The only explanation is Emilio Estevez is a huge pussy in this movie. Yeah. Like he pumped gas for four or five hours, mm-hmm. got exhausted to the point where he might pass out. Yeah, took an hour nap, mm-hmm. and then got up and was rejuvenated.
1: Yeah, he that's, couldn't that's work part. Ti- he
0: couldn't work part time. High school job, man. No. It's pathetic. Like,
1: he he's not gonna get nine hours out of him? no no it was it was pretty pathetic Mm -mm. um oh so we forgot to mention bad guys comeuppance maniacal laugh guy yeah so he gets shot he gets shot off screen by the machine gun well no no no. that means that
0: nobody else could have gotten shot correct no
1: several other people just get (laughs) full-on just mowed down not our guy we he he gets shot Off screen, and then you come back and he's got a little bit of blood on his shirt, and then we never talk about him again. Yeah, that's
0: the the guy that they sit up the whole time, how much we hated, or should hate. Mm -hmm. Didn't work out great. No. The group decides they're going to sneak out through a storm drain. Mm -hmm. Uh, They run away and get onto a boat. Yeah, because they're going to head to Haven. Which... Apparently, boats aren't affected. Clocks are affected. Yeah. And speakers at drive through restaurants are affected. Mm-hmm. Sprinklers.
1: These are all old-timey boats that don't
0: have motors. No, like they're not. every boat made no, today. No, they're not. <laughs> These are brand new spanking boats. <laughs> and it doesn't make a lick of sense. And then even to cap it off how much sense this movie doesn't make.
1: I love it. It pops up
0: explaining that the UFO was sighted. <laughs> So but then then it,
1: it, 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 like they're saved, right? It pops up a paragraph of text that says, oh, sometime after this movie, a UFO was spotted and it was shot down by a Russian quote-unquote uh, information satellite that just so happened to be equipped with guns and nuclear weapons.
0: By the way, that comet still thing happened, and after the comet passed, everything
1: went back to normal. And the survivors are still survivors.
0: But but here's the thing. Why even put the UFO thing in there? <laughs> I know. It's not even like, don't forget about the comet thing. It was the UFO the whole time. It, it, it was both. Like, the UFO becomes the irrelevant part.
1: It was just like, hey, I have this cool bit about a UFO. How can I get this in the movie? Uh, two sentences at the end. That's what you get. Uh, um, I, I read the short story to this as well.
0: Okay. So I read the short story, and this pretty much follows it, um, except basically the move, it ends, he's pumping gas, and he's super exhausted, and then he hears a plane flying overhead. That's where the, the short story ends. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is the, the cool thing about a short story is you can express, like, the whole... I won't say it's scary, but the short story has the benefit of not be, it doesn't have to be silly because you can read the text of people saying this doesn't make any sense. I know this is insane, mm-hmm. but once you translate that to visualizing it, it just gets goofy. Yeah. But that's the benefit that this movie has is whether or not it knows it's goofy. It, it, it is super goofy. It's fun to watch, especially with people. Um, Especially when she says
1: "maximum overdrive," <laughs> <laughs> they said it. Yay! Uh,
0: so, uh, overall, this is exactly the kind of cheesy, fun thing that I think you should watch in a group setting. That that uh, will be a good time. It's not scary, it's not good, but it's fun.
1: Totally. But don't watch trucks. Trucks, Justin. What's the synopsis of trucks? Uh, basically the same thing, but it's only trucks that get affected. (laughs) Not machines, no clocks, no electric, it's just
0: trucks. It's 11 years later, though, so I'm sure that, uh, the budget's a whole lot bigger. And the effects are much better. It's got a big, much more of a spectacle. More explosions. Uh, the, uh, you can totally, the, the trucks are driving themselves around. Mm -hmm. They're cooler vehicles, right? Uh, you've got More, more unique individual vehicles yeah more unique actors Mm -hmm. um none of the things that we just said are true at all it was a made for tv movie (laughs) It was a made for tv movie that was the blandest of bland that there's nothing there's zero reason to watch this for for any degree of fun uh for enjoying the film legitimately for uh having fun with making fun of it or seeing the absurdity uh there's I think there's only two death scenes or so that I think are even mentioning.
1: Yeah. The the first two-thirds of this movie is literally just people jumping out of the way from in front of trucks. That's the first two-thirds of this movie.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing that bothers me about the entire movie with the trucks is we credited the, the first movie made 11 years earlier that it look like yeah, those are totally just trucks driving on their own yeah this is just framing that all they do is show right below the mirror yeah. and the windows so it's just a dude driving they're just mm-hmm. make sure that they're out of frame yeah. every second of the movie 100 percent. one of the opening lines of dialogue that i did find weird was that people were debating about what the, this woman was saying that she didn't know if she really liked this food and he said well don't you like country food and they were <laughs> eating eggs Scrambled eggs. This isn't grits or chicken liver, or or (laughs) armadillo. Like this isn't crawfish. Like this isn't like some remote thing. I thought eggs were pretty much coast to coast. Like, are there people in like New York that that are just like like in a big city and they're like eggs? We don't want no eggs. Just give me my bagel. Like I don't understand. That's not a country food, right?
1: It was a stupid line Just like <laughs> You still like country food And like I'm sure The the script was That made total sense In the script Because it's like Oh well they're eating Some Something Yeah That's not just Obviously breakfast food Like scrambled eggs Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And nope Spear some scrambled eggs The only way no. it could have been worse If it was like
0: Cheerios Yeah and they were just like well, It's just breakfast food <laughs> Cheerios Uh um, my, so we, we have our, our cast of characters that show up. So it's kind of the same thing. There's, uh, groups of people. You've got, uh, uh, a an, an attractive middle-aged woman. You've got maybe a grandpa, granddaughter, and son. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Uh, it's a father and son and a, or a, a mother, a a daughter and and father, father and daughter, and then and then a guy, a guy that who's they, older, they sort of know, sort of don't they know. they may or may not know, <laughs> maybe grandfather you've got maybe
0: a complete stranger, yeah, you've got two truck drivers in in the truck stop because they couldn't afford any more actors, <laughs> yeah, you've got an old owner of the truck stop, um that's kind of our cast of characters, yeah, and a father and son. Uh, i'm sorry yes and a father and son yeah so uh most of the movie i spent just trying to recast these mm-hmm. people yeah um so i thought we'd go we'd see who we would recast
1: right so what i i mean i i was also recasting but also trying to figure out who these no-name actors well they had the guy from 30 something mm-hmm. other than that no-name actors who they looked like so there was uh i mean i it was. She looked like Ellen Page. Yep, Ellen Page is the very so first person. Who, so that's, that's who, that's who the would young, ha- you the would. The young girl absolutely is Ellen. That's Page. That's how you would, who would cast. There was a uh, handsome French Stewart.
0: You said handsome French Stewart. All right, I went. So this is this is Ellen Page's dad. Mm-hmm. Is we're casting. Uh, I originally I thought Patrick Wilson, but that was a little lazy. That was just where I went off the top of my head. But he could he could do it. Sure. Then I went to Henry Rollins because he kind of had the military thing going, right? Like, his I little buffer. I see that. Okay? I can see a little Henry Rollins. But I settled on Mark Wahlberg, because I think that's a little bit more of, like, the he's he's fulfilling the dad role now. Like, I feel like that's the way to go
1: there. And having not talked to you about this, uh, I settled on Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we're... If you and I were producers, we could come to an agreement It's here. some like, owner of the Wahlbergers' restaurant. We, we would... We would make good partners in this, yeah. like if we were actually doing this movie. And then I think, I think it would actually be better the way that I wanted to cast this for the, for the man whose relationship isn't really clear to go my direction. And I really want Luis
1: Guzman in that role
0: because that would very clearly say like, like he's not is, related. He's a family friend. He's the
1: neighbor. Yeah, because right now he was like a Wilford Brimley kind of type. Yeah, so it could have been grandpa. Yeah, but we don't know. No idea. Um I think Luis Guzman would have been a good pick there. Yeah. So for the dad. Mhm. What did you think for dad? Ah, uh, see because he was already an actor that I knew I didn't really no. I didn't really go there. All right. I have two options. So I you. guess maybe uh the redheaded guy, the redheaded dad from Modern Family? I don't know Modern Family. Sorry. It's a good pick. Um
0: here's my it's, two It's spot on. Here's my two options. Go for it, Eric Stoltz. Okay, yeah, sure. You with me there? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Or Adam Savage. He hasn't really broke into acting, acting, but I feel like he could pull off the dad part.
1: Yeah, those are those are my totally. two. Those are your two options. Um, hey, he did act. He was in a, a Charmin commercial as a teen. Oh, oh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, the couple. All right. Okay. So you got the
0: couple who mm-hmm. in or who replaced Connie and Kurt. Yeah. Okay? The guy is Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Okay? His wife is Maggie Gyllenhaal. So you got a little bit of an age gap there, but you kind of had that in this one.
1: See, I would go Maggie Gyllenhaal for the main lady.
0: I was going with you. You said Scarlett Johansson, so I followed suit with that.
1: Yeah, I thought Scarlett Johansson, but then I was thinking... Maggie Gyllenhaal kind of uh Dark Knight era Maggie Gyllenhaal I think worked there. Though I guess she could she could be in the other role as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh the truck drivers. Okay. The truck drivers I have Danny McBride,
1: of course, sure. And
0: Joel David Moore.
1: I have no idea who that is.
0: Joel David Moore is the skinny awkward guy from Avatar and uh grandma's house and hatchet which you don't know
1: grandma's house yeah grandma's boy grandma's boy
0: okay oh i was thinking big bomba's house <laughs> 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 uh yeah um all right and then let my last two that i've got for you
1: here, here here's one for the the skinny trekker yeah Uh, I haven't seen him in anything in a while, and I think this would be a bit of a stretch, but, you know, it could really show off his range. Justin Long. Maybe. Maybe. Put, grow some facial hair. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen him with facial hair. Grow some facial hair, put on a trucker hat.
0: The other one I was thinking was DJ Squalls.
1: I I think you should just, DJ Squalls could be in anything. Yeah. Have you, have you seen, uh, oh my god, what is it, uh... The TV show with Jim Jeffries, legit. Small wonder. <laughs> no, legit. The name of the show was Legit. You were just staring at <laughs> me right now. <laughs> this is not good radio. He, I realized it was hilarious to me. Probably not for the listeners. Uh, he plays a quadriplegic in that, and it's fantastic. He's great as it. quadriplegic
0: there was an I don't remember what it was but it was an awesome piece of casting because Lyle Lovett played his dad (laughs) I was like that's the best piece of casting I've ever seen All right, my final two I've got are the there's there's like drivers that there's like this weird alien thing that never really gets fulfilled to my knowledge like I felt like they were going down the alien route but anyway uh, those two I thought would be Jeff Fahey playing the white guy Okay. And Ernie Hudson playing the black guy. Oh, those guys. Okay, yeah. Jeff Fahey, Ernie Hudson. Which they both meet a horrible demise in my favorite death of this movie. Because... (laughs) hold on a second. Just describe it. It While I tried to think... It wasn't just trucks. I just realized that. Yeah. Because...
1: To be fair, the machine was inside of a truck. So they have... they're, they're, They're... Disease suits, right? They're, yeah, like something you would see in in uh, to keep everything
0: quarantined. Yeah, like right? outbreak or something. So they've got these vests and the vest inflates itself. It's not a, ve- a vest is <laughs> shut up. So it's the suit it inflates itself. This su- it inflates itself, and then so it in- it inflates itself, and then it's obviously just a guy in a in a quarantine style suit. That picks up an axe and kills people. But
1: in the movie, it's literally just filled with sentient air. <laughs> so it's just air
0: inside this, in theory, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then it takes an axe and kills both of these dudes. Yes. Ernie Hudson and Jeff Fahey, mm-hmm. who only exist to get killed.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, terrible. Which 90% of their shots were shot, obviously, way later on like a Sony Handycam. Because they did not match the rest of the film at all. They all look like home video. It. There's no reason to watch this movie. If, <laughs> it, if,
0: no, we, the quality of this film... We've seen way worse movies yeah. that make for a much better viewing experience. Mm-hmm. And that's like the, the worst thing that I can say about something is you just don't need to watch it at if all. If
1: you listened to the last episode, you know how excited I was for this movie... Just based on the DVD cover alone, and the fact that the movie was just called Trucks, which is really stupid. <laughs> uh, I was hoping it would be good, stupid fun. It, the, the only other death that was worth repeating
0: is there's a tiny Tonka trunk, like a remote control car, mm-hmm. that manages to knock down the mailman and yeah. repeatedly run into him in the head to the point that it would kill him. <laughs> yeah. If the whole movie had been more inflatable, and that's what even makes it worse, Is that the whole movie's not that. If the whole movie was that dumb, then it knew what it was doing the whole time. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it takes itself seriously and it has a Tonka truck. It takes itself way too seriously. And it has an inflatable man kill somebody with an axe. Yeah. Loses it completely
1: for me. Both of those just happen like not where the main story happens at all. So it makes me think like somebody was like Yeah, this is this is kind of rough.
0: You're probably right because that doesn't happen anywhere. No. Nope. It's like they just had to they add a couple more deaths. They never tie in the rest deaths. of the story at all. No, they have to just add a couple. That's what they did. They had to add a couple more deaths. Yeah. Because everything was so painstakingly boring. Mm-hmm. About the only other part that I enjoyed was watching the little kid try to use an axe. <laughs> so this kid tries to use an axe and just straight up doesn't know how an axe works. So he's holding like the top of it and just tries like shoving it into a door.
1: Picture... Into uh, a
0: balsa wood door, which I hate.
1: <laughs> Picture, like, the leader of a marching band with a baton. How you kind of thrust that straight out. That's yes. basically what he was doing to the, the door with the axe. Luckily,
0: it was basically cardboard, so it worked. Yeah. Um. So, I don't have a list here, but I thought it'd be fun real quick to just go back and forth. What are some things we talked about while we were watching the movie, to try to pass this hour and thirty-five minutes,
1: I've, uh, I i do not know. We talked
0: about your new house. Yeah, we talked a lot about cool runnings and Yule Brenner.
1: We did talk a lot about cool runnings. We
0: went through every TV show that was on TGIF. Yes, during <laughs> I during, the nin- that, yeah. during the during the nineties, and went through. We're just
1: like this movie sucks. So let's hey, talk. You know what was good? TGIF. <laughs>
0: We talked about the age of the girl. Whether it was appropriate that we that the appropriate
1: that you were leering at her.
0: I did no. That's not what was said. I said she was cute.
1: You you said I was staring at her boobs and I wanted to know how comfortable I need to be with that. That's not a quote. That's not a quote. It turns out she was seventeen. That's why so. it's not a. That's why it's not
0: a quote. It's not a quote. It's not, a quote. <laughs> <laughs> not a quote. Was it a quote? No. Uh, we talked about how much mayonnaise and salsa the United <laughs> States purchases versus ketchup. We uh, we talked about. Uh, you
1: just talked about other podcasts you'd listen to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the point is, there's a whole lot of conversations going on because this movie. And is don't don't think that
1: we missed any of the important plot points in trucks. No, this is because not... because we were legitimately paying attention for most of it. It, it's dumb. Don't watch it. Just don't go see trucks ever. <laughs> I Especially bought. This don't from, pay eight dollars. Actually, for trucks. yeah. No,
0: hold on. There's going to be one appearing on eBay soon. <laughs> Buy that copy because I bought this for eight dollars. <laughs> because I debated about paying the two dollars to rent it on Amazon or the eight dollars to own it.
1: <laughs> Obviously, the much better investment. Is I to own it.
0: Yeah, if I only watch it three more times, then it's yeah. paid for itself. <laughs>
1: So, I can't wait to not be there for I'm those just going to be
0: in spite. I'm just just to make sure that I get it. I'm going to sit gonna through hate three, watch three, it three Yeah, I'm just going to make it through three times just to justify my investment. Uh, Justin, overall thoughts on trucks?
1: <laughs> Great DVD cover. That's all I can say about it.
0: Yeah. Justin, maximum overdrive or trucks? Maximum overdrive. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay.
1: Go- <laughs> Go get some friends and some popcorn and beer, if you're not weirdo like me, and get drunk and watch Maximum Overdrive. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll have
0: fun with it. Next week? Next week. All right. You're getting super close to finishing out uh, a whole nother series. Oh, wow. So we're going to have the next week, and then there's a new release coming out in October that we're going to have to do, mm-hmm. and then you'll have completed a series.
1: Ooh, Awesome. All right. I can't wait. So first film. For Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. He puts the teeth in terror? What it's does like, that mean? It's like chainsaw teeth. I, yeah, I, I get it. And you
0: can't spell terror without the word teeth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Try
0: to spell it without T-E-E-T-H. <laughs> can't spell terror without that.
1: Uh this is the thing that happened so we live in in indiana uh did you see what happened in columbia city no they put up a uh, memorial to like different wars right so and they have like different benches for each war and they have like vietnam war and everything and one was supposed to be war on terrorism but they put an I in terrorism, so it said war and terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> so they literally, like it's carved into the side of the bench. They literally took gray duct tape and put it over the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Is the permanent
0: solution? That can't be the know. permanent it's, solution. It's,
1: it's the solution for now. And that's great. So yeah, our stupid area was, on, uh, was trending on Reddit the other day. That's awesome. Uh, so this is, uh, obviously Leatherface, uh, in bad silhouette with a fancy chainsaw carved into it. It says the saw is family. Uh, and then on the back, it just, it looks like a Texas chainsaw movie, you know, rundown house, Leatherface silhouette, scared girl. Okay. So knowing where, up, knowing lads where lads
0: we ended up with two,
1: Two was real good. What
0: are we going to see with three?
1: Uh, I don't know. Is this going to be more like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where he tried to make a comedy and failed and made a scary movie? Or is this going to be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, where he tried to make a funny movie and succeeded, so, in my opinion, and not in yours? So I'll help you here.
0: He doesn't have anything to do with this one. Oh. Boo. That goes, it's completely unrelated to him. Hmm. Or uh, not involved with him
1: uh this is 1990 looks like if my numerals my roman numerals serve me uh yeah i don't know if it's a new director i don't i don't know i assume he's gonna take on a more scary tone than comedic tone okay so i'm i'm assuming it's probably gonna be a straight up slasher film
0: all right uh and second one
1: justin Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Renee Zellweger, Matthew McConaughey? What? They were in these movies?
0: Looks like it. <laughs> so this, I'll give you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That is the alternative cover, by the way. So there's, this DVD has no description. It just has two covers, basically. Hmm. Uh, it was also known as The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Th- uh, There's a a pretty awesome clip from a few years ago with Matthew McConaughey on some talk show, some late night thing. And they're like, hey, I heard you were in a Texas Chainsaw movie. He's like, yeah, I was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. He wasn't. (laughs) He was in (laughs) 4. So he didn't even know which one he was in. That's pretty good. Um, This is written and directed by Kim Hinkle, Okay. Who is the guy that wrote the original with Toby Hooper. Okay, cool. So it's kind of getting back to the original person that that helped create everything
1: yeah the uh the dvd cover i'm assuming this was an poster or something it's real striking uh it's you know a woman like putting on lipstick but instead of a lipstick it's a chainsaw blade um and leather faces and the reflection it's actually it's a really well done poster cover thing uh yeah
0: so what about the alternative poster
1: um, I don't know this kind of gives me a bit of like a maybe a headwig vibe something um, it is someone uh, pretending to be or imitating Leatherface with uh chainsaw dressed in like silk stockings and a, a robe of some sort it's real cool So what are we going to see? I don't know. I'm going to assume that it's going to be the next generation. I hope it's like Saved by the Bell in the next class. Okay. So like, you know, Screech is there, but Mr. Belding, but none of the boring people like Zach Morris or A.C. Slater.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Alright, I guess we'll <laughs> we'll we'll leave with that. Justin, what else you got for us? Broom.